You and your buddy are recording a podcast the other day. Anyways. Assholes applauding amusing anecdotes and artfully assaulting the accessible airwaves. Beastie Boys? Buddies broadcasting brainy briefings and busting balls like bumbling blabbermouths. Cornbread chasers. Crass and corny conversations carefully contemplating confusing conundrums. Dickbags? Dually discussing digital declarations and dissecting data dealt by detailed databases. Eh? Emanating energetic echoes explaining the existential ethos of an eagle's ego into the eternal ether. Fairies? Finding fandom from faithful fanboys for f- f- uh, fuck it. It's the Business Casual Nerd Podcast Beta 2. Woo-hoo. I'm Chris. I'm Brad. Welcome to the show. Brad, you're good? I'm good. Chris, you good? I'm good. Okay. Good. My, my tummy's full of Chipotle chips. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, so let's uh, go ahead and call <laughs> this one done. <laughs> Every time we do something at the beginning to just call it done. It's true. That could be an ongoing bit, too. So many, So many ongoing bits. I know, we've got the restaurant bit that we only did once, so that's not really an ongoing bit, but... Hey, you dropped the ball on that one, buddy. Yeah, that's true. That's on me. Yep. And then the other one was the uh, different names for the podcast. We'll see what we come up with for this one. That's always, like, spur of the moment. That's never pre-planned. That's true. So if we ever, if we do come up with it, that's usually in in the midst of our conversation. I think the problem is we're not good at remembering our ongoing gags. Yeah. (laughs) That goes to show how... uh, the little amount of planning that goes into it. Yeah, which I still like. Oh, no, I think it makes for a better podcast, but then we don't remember our bits. I don't know if other people like it, but I like it. So, uh, last episode, we uh, we did something special. We did? Yeah, we had a guest. Oh, that, okay. Derp. Yeah. I'm joking. Derp, derp. I know. We had Jiu-Jitsu Jim. Woohoo! Morgan. It was pretty fun. Actually, I really enjoyed it. That was an awesome recording session. Yeah, I think it was a lot of fun. I mean, we, we always love shooting the shit with Jim anyways when we were working together. Yep. All of us. Um, so it was kind of nice to have us all together again. Oh, we got the band back together. <laughs> um, no, I, I actually, I really enjoyed it. So I'm skewing the results of uh, our listener count because I always listen. Because well, you do all the editing. But you're doing it by one. Right. Oh, I know. I know. But you do all the editing, so That's I right. always listen in the car. I can't listen to it after I edited it. Right. I've got to give it some time. Right. So I just listen to it in the car usually just to see, make sure, you know, how it sounds and all that good stuff. Make sure it's on the up and up, that yeah. I didn't do anything fucked up with the, <laughs> with yes, the edit. Yes, basically. No. Um, but I actually really, I mean, again, this is like smelling your own brew. Um, <laughs> 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 but I, I really like the episode with Jim. Yeah, I thought it was, it was good. really good. It was good. We need him back. I think we need to, um, I think we need to start getting more guests on here. We do. If I you know, know anyone... If anyone knows anyone that wants to be a guest, or if you want to be a guest, I think it works well with three people. I mean, yeah, I think it, it does. You know, I think the episodes that just you and I are, are good, uh, except clearly the 1999 episode. Oh no, God, that was Holy apparently shit. garbage. You people hated that. Nobody liked that episode. It's the lowest listener count of all of our episodes. Yeah, and it wasn't even like it's not even close. And it wasn't even like oh, I'll listen to and cut off before the credits. No, it was like oh, 1999. Fuck this. I think <laughs> maybe it was the Prince. Maybe you know we opened up with Prince. Everyone just heard Prince. Everyone was like, "What?" Everyone heard. Oh, I don't like Prince. I'm out. Yeah, maybe we have a bunch of Prince haters. Why? Why do you do that? Why hate Prince? You know what? If you're a Prince hater and you're listening to this, fuck you and don't listen anymore. (laughs) Actually, that's too risky. We can't. We can't do that to our dozen of listeners. 
I was trying to think of something clever. I had nothing. Yeah, I'm running on empty tonight. We running on empty. No. Oh. Okay. Running uh, dry. Oh, oh. Weird. So yeah, we need it's we need the, more guests. It's the business casual karaoke podcast. Yes, it is. All right, good. You already got that done. Got that bit <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> so oh, yeah, anyway. we had we had good discussions with Jim. Um, yeah, hopefully really... we didn't burn anybody out on the Walking Dead or the Office because we talked a lot about those. But that was the point. Um, exactly. Again, you never know what we're going to talk about. It's well, just I think kind of that's all the beauty. Over the place. That's the beauty of if we have different guests on because everyone's passionate about different stuff, right? And you know, more than likely, we're going to have something in common, all of us, right? We can all geek out about it. I mean, we kind of wrote, we didn't write that episode as much as we write that episode. We do an outline. And... I've got enough interest that I could talk to anybody, so it's it's true. Yeah, and you say you're an introvert. Well, you can't see me. I'm behind a. Mike, my logic is flawed. Uh, yeah, no, your logic is greatly flawed. <laughs> well, I think this will be a good episode. We've got some good stuff to talk about. We actually, it's our longest, I think it's our longest outline. So who knows if we'll get to everything. But I think it's as, like, the longest topics, outline because I've got so many small things tied in there. Yeah. But it might. It should still be good. I think it'll be really good. We're going to be all over the place. Uh, um, well, and some people like that and some people don't like that. So if you are one of the people that don't like it, I'm sorry. We got and a if, lot of topics to cover. If you don't like that, then tell us, and we'll see how we can segment this to your liking. Well, we did a deep dive on an episode. I mean, an yeah. episode about one entire topic. It was 1999, and it was the lowest list account. So <laughs> that might just because it was 1999, though. That's true. We have two people who give us comments on a very regular basis, and yes. one of them wants deep dives. He wants everything to be a deep dive. Well, Which yeah, but we he, can't do that because he wants would... to be able to have an eight hour long episode so that I can get him through his entire work day. And that's just not possible. I mean, it is actually possible, it's possible, but, but God, God bless anyone that would listen to eight <laughs> hours of us at once. What we should have done is when we had the office, we just sit in there with a mic all day and just give him a stream. We just give him a live stream to the office. And all he does is over here. Yeah, oh, the shit he could dark. tell gets dark quickly. <laughs> That would have had, had to have been marked like extra explicit. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a tag for it. Yeah. Goddamn kids. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we'll dive right in. Um, ear candy. Yeah. Only thing I've listened to was the new Weezer album that does not sound like a Weezer album. It's the Weezer Black album. Because everyone needs a Black album. Now you might be thinking, wait, didn't you guys just talk about Weezer? Yes, we did. It's like two. Two episodes ago. Yeah, that was the Teal album. Which was the cover album. And it kind of, eh. Yeah, and now this is the Black album, so it's a, it's an album of all originals. Mm-hmm. And, and it is weird. Yeah, it doesn't really sound like them. Um, which, it can be a good thing, but it it wasn't a good thing. I mean, it's it wasn't bad. I did listen to it, never skipped anything. It was just, there wasn't much memorable about it. Like, I listened to it, and I was like, eh, that was a thing. They should have covered Take the Money and Run. By Steve Miller. Because I think that's what they did with this album. Because I think that's what they need to just do at this point with their career. <laughs> just take the money oh, and run. take the money and run. Just be done with it. We don't need any black album. We don't need a white album. Nothing. Just river. You're weird. Rivers. Yeah, rivers. River or rivers? Rivers. Yeah. He's got an S. He's plural. There's more than Not one river of them. river Phoenix. Rivers. That's how he does so many projects. There's more than one of them. Oh, wow. Boo. Come on. Horrible hey, you just saying, so it is, it is business casual karaoke. But see? Yep. So have you listened to anything else besides a Weezer? No, I keep... There is a new Dream Theater album, and I still I, haven't I'm listened to it. I'm kind of shocked that I'm, you haven't listened to it. I know. 
It takes You're a, a big lot fan. of I know, but it takes a t- some time and I'm never in a place sitting down enough to go through the whole thing. Well, you listen to the Weezer album? That was because I was in the car with Blair and she's oh, not going to listen. She won't listen to Dream Theater. No. Gotcha. That she makes will if a little I more sense. Too, but I'm not that's not worth it. That okay. That makes a little more sense. I have I've listened to one album since we last recorded and it was because of a podcast episode that I listened to. And one of that Oh, that's right, because you've been listening to Depeche Mode. I, uh, you, you, first, so many r- things that were wrong with what you just said. First <laughs> off, you, your tone's all wrong. You're talking to my boy all wrong. Do it again, I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, little Joe Dirt quote for you. Okay, uh, th- there's nothing wrong with Depeche Mode. I'm just not a huge... They have some great songs. I, I'm not I a like huge fan them, either. But I, I just... First off, you act like I've been celebrating their entire catalog. Not true. I listened to one album. Strictly Violator. 80s Depeche Mode. Stri- no. <laughs> Violator, which was 90, I think, or 91. Only reason I listened to it is because uh, I've actually been listening to a lot of different podcasts lately, expanding my, my repertoire of podcasts. I finished Dr. Death, which we talked about last broadening episode. Broadening your horizons. I'm broadening my horizons. But one of the uh, podcasts that I listen to is a podcast called The Great Albums Podcast. Check it out. It's actually really good. Each episode. Yeah, we listened to a couple in the office when you were here. Yeah, they they yeah. dissect an album yeah. that is great, and so some of them are like the mega ones, like you know, Thriller or Led Zeppelin Four or whatever. Right. Uh, but then they do deep dives on like an Elvis Costello album or a Depeche Mode album. So anyway, I listened to that. Like I did a No Doubt Tragic Kingdom a couple oh, weeks that'd ago. Be fantastic. That was a cool one, and they always have a guest on that usually like relates to it somehow. Yeah. So what's cool? It's like an hour and a half episode length usually. Um, and like the first half they talk about their exposure to the band, how they got into that album, and then they do like a, a quick like history of the band, who all was in the band, what got them to that point in their career when they cool. released that great album. And then they do a track-by-track track breakdown, which is really cool. That's cool. And they talk about everything from like, you don't have to be like a music person, because I mean, they do talk about production and like songwriting, instrumentation, but they talk about it in a way that is very casual, much like our podcast. Um, so you don't have to be like a, That's why we're business a musician. Casual. You don't have to be a production nerd. Yeah. Like anybody would like it. But anyway, cool. the one I just listened to was Depeche Mode Violator, nice. which had um, Personal Jesus, yeah, Policy of Truth, and then what was the other? Um, Enjoy the Silence. Yeah. Enjoy the Silence is a fantastic song. I love that song. And I've got nothing against Depeche Mode. I didn't mean to come out as bitchy as I did. It just kind of came out that way. Hey, you just can't but... get enough. No, I just can't get enough. I people just are people, Brad. I just can't get enough. So why should it be that you don't like Depeche Mode? I do like Depeche Mode. I just can't get enough. Anyway, so yeah, I've been listening to uh, podcasts. The other podcast that I started listening to, I'm like three episodes in. And I I say that as if it were like a serial podcast. It's not. It's the Joe Rogan podcast, which has been around for years. He's on episode like almost 1,300. Yeah. But I listened to uh, a couple of those. I listened to one with David Lee Roth from Van Halen, which was really good. His podcasts are hours long like three or four hours every episode okay sorry guys we're not giving you three or four hours an episode no 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 so i like have to sorry long john those are like my commute like to and from work yeah <laughs> like I, I listen in chunks yeah and then the one i'm listening to right now with joe rogan is uh the ceo of twitter jack dorsey huh. is on there it's actually hmm. really interesting didn't actually know his name Just i only know because of that ceo of twitter yeah so really interesting but that's that's about it for me that's all i've been listening to I mean, you're listening, so that still counts. True. Yeah. Reach out and touch me. No, thanks. I'm good. Anyway, I'm sure there's a couple of you that would that will get the Depeche Mode references. Okay. 
I think some of our listeners were were listening to Depeche Mode, or at least you know they were big enough at that point. That oh yeah, it was yeah, yeah, kind of hard to avoid them, right? If you're listening to pop radio, I don't know anyone who'd be listening to this that was not around in 1990. You know, if you are, you should tweet us at bizcasualnerd or visit just www.businesscasualnerd.com. Yep, and then email us at bizcasualnerd at gmail dot com. If they were born after 1990, they're not emailing us. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, what's email? Yeah, fuck that. Can, Can I, I DM you on Instagram? You? <laughs> Can I? Wait, is Snapchat still a thing? Wow, wow! <laughs> this is a this is a fucking nerd podcast for Christ's <laughs> sakes, Brad. You don't even know what I'm, Snapchat is. I'm kidding. I know. I'm kidding. Uh, right back at you. You can find us on MySpace at. <laughs> okay, no, I'll, I'll see no, myself. No, it's businesscasualnerd.zanga.com. Oh, we journal regularly. Still. I was going to say, let me just uh, go light up our live journal. So uh, anything else you listened to on the way back from up from, north? From, from the Great White North? Yeah, from the Great... It was the Great White North. It snowed. It did snow. There was an inch of snow. Yeah. It wasn't like a, you know... Uh, no, mostly just those podcasts. Um, yeah, Joe Rogan. What else have been? Great albums. I always listen to like my nerdy podcasts. Those aren't even my, aren't even my nerdy ones. Oh. My nerdy ones are like my tech ones. Like oh, okay. The talk like show. Business Casual Nerd. Like Business Casual Nerd, yeah. And I listen to the talk show, which is uh, usually John Gruber from Daring Fireball. He's a a blogger, whatever you want to call it these days. But he he's been writing about Apple for ten years almost. Yeah, but honestly, most of his time. episodes he always has a guest on. It's just him and one other person. But they're always talking about. I mean, they talk about Apple stuff, but they talk about tech in general. Oh yeah. So yeah. No, his I've heard of some of his. His are pretty good. Yeah, they're yeah. He's pretty funny. As much as we want you to listen to us, when you're done listening to our episode, go listen to his well, episode. Well, reco- our so. episodes are only like an hour. Right. Everybody's always looking for good... Re- I love recommend recommending yeah. stuff to people. Yeah. Just make sure ours is first. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I hope <laughs> if we recommend good ones to them, then they'll recommend us as a good one to other people. They will never hear about Pay it. Pay it forward. Be Haley Joe Osmond, and then I hopefully don't... you won't get stabbed. Wait, now Haley Joe Osmond or old Haley Joe Osmond? Oh man, he's so creepy looking now. I know he acts creepy in all those roles he's been. He taking. still looks like the kid version of him, but that's like thirty. At least now he'll make fun of himself about it. Though he's, he looks like the kid that's the third one. Yeah, in the trench coat with his face sticking out of the neck hole. <laughs> <laughs> Except he has like a, a little kid. Yeah, but with a beard. Like he's like clearly a kid trying to be disguised as an adult. Do you think in thirty years, if he shaves, he'll look like Bruce Boudreaux? Maybe. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Bruce Boudreaux, which you're nerds, you wouldn't know anyway. He's the uh, coach for the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> hockey That's a team. hockey team. Um, it's a game you play on ice with sti- – no, I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> anyway, he looks like uh, – uh, I'm trying to think of how he described it. He would I, gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> yeah. I, I said he looks like a retired King Hippo from uh, original NES – that has had gastric bypass. <laughs> He's not quite as heavy anymore. His skin's all loose. And <laughs> I would say much like they inject chickens with uh, saline or salt water to swell them up before they cook them. <laughs> he looks like a saline injected little rascal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what you said last night. It's like Spanky just swelled up a bunch. We're have to cut all this. Nobody gives a shit about a random hockey coach. Yeah, but it's one of the interests. Um, one of our interests. Right. And it's our podcast, so by God, we're going to make you know fun what? of We'll move dude. on to, to shit that, to what you guys really came to hear. But he was Spanky that lost a B fight. 
<laughs> so talkies, anyway, yeah. we got a lot under talkies. So um, we've, been, we've been watching a new show at your house, Brad. New, new to us. It's been around for a while. Um, seems that we have to give a shout out to Blair. Oh yeah, Blair found it. Which she actually found it from some friends who said watch it. Well, I know, but, but she's yeah. the one that brought it to yeah, our she, attention. She brought it to and our we attention. We binged the whole first season, that first night. Granted, I mean, it was only six episodes, but... I think we watched the first, like, season and a half. Yeah. But yeah, normally she doesn't come up with, hey, you guys need to watch this show because it's great. She usually is like, hey, let's watch the show, and we leave the room. Yeah, because um, we're like, we're not watching another Bravo show. Right. We're not watching reality TV. If I see one more motherfucker working on a boat... <laughs> <laughs> another shirtless guy or a, a girl with her boob half hanging out crying on somebody's couch because their significant other slept with somebody else oh he falls in the ocean and gets lost um wow okay no not really that's violent have you watched that show which one uh i'm putting you on the spot below deck yeah you got it there it is i only know because my wife liked it too yeah what is it with them I don't know. I ask my wife all the time, like, why do you like trashy TV? She's like, because I live vicariously. I don't ever want to be that trashy, but I get to watch what it's like. I'm like, okay. Just makes them feel better about themselves, I guess? No, like, I don't think so. Like, I don't think it's like a high and mighty thing. I just think it's like you live vicariously through someone. Like, you have no intention of ever living like that. Oh, she wants to be that shitty, but she has a conscience. And morals. And Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's moral. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, she's like, it would be fun to be... 24 and have tons of money and not be tied down and but in reality you're a mom and you're married and right. you have ethics and you know eh, anyway not my cup of tea she finally came up with something that wasn't shit tv <laughs> um <laughs> damn sorry blair but uh show came out in what 2016 is what i was saying uh Before? yeah i think so. yeah, i think it's 2016 had a following up in canada where it's from started gaining traction here but still a lot of people didn't hear about it it was on some web tv channel crave tv or something like yeah, that crave crave tv which i've never heard of yeah and then hulu just picked up all of it so there's six seasons and now. they extended it yeah extended again six seasons and three specials yeah something like that yeah like i think it's but special again every other season. it's very much like bbc that they're, they're very they're going for for quality yeah, quality, quality over quantity. So it's not a 24 episode season they're right. like six episodes and a special yeah and it started off as a youtube series yeah. But anyway, if you have Hulu, yes. Um you need to watch it. If you don't have Hulu, go buy Hulu. Yeah. Um but anyway, we are talking about Letterkenny. Yes, L E T T E R letter same word. Kenny. Kenny. Letterkenny. So it's a show set in Letterkenny, Ontario, which is a real small town. Real as in not like really small. Real as in the opposite of fictional. It exists. Uh but it's a show about fictional people. In yes. this town, and it's uh, about five thousand people. Three friends, yeah, five thousand people, yeah. and and just the the going ons in this small Canadian town. So, you know, Canadians. I, I learned this in my time in Canada when I was up there for a month touring, and I say this affectionately. They're Canadians like are are snow rednecks. Yeah, they're like us. I mean, here. minus There's, you know, you go I mean, to like not, the bigger cities like Toronto. Yeah. You know, then it's very much like the U.S. where you're in a large city. But yeah. when you get into the outskirts, now granted, the crowd I saw was very much going for that because i was on a country tour country music fans but fair enough you know they're tailgating and it's single digits outside and they're tailgating outside in t-shirts because they're canadian i mean they are <laughs> they are instead of mud they're snow yeah i mean it's seriously it is they are straight up 
rednecks, and I love it. Yeah, they don't go they're muddy in a truck. They, they run around on snowcats. Yeah, and yeah, they're so polite. Yeah. Stereotype is true. What they're very it, uh, nice people. Sledding is a snowmobile, and snowmobile is a sled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the show is, it, it is definitely, like, out there. It is. It's it's very well written. Very Even going, because we, we went ahead on season three. Yes. And then I was watching it with Blair so she could try to catch up, and then she didn't, so I'm going to have to watch them again. But oh, darn. I'm still catching stuff the second time that I didn't catch the first, and I know I still missed other things that I'll have to go back and watch the third. It's very... um. Sorkin-y, Aaron Sorkin dialogue. Yeah. It's very fast, witty, repartee. Right. And they, they fire it off back and forth very quickly. They love um, alliteration. Yes. Um, But they also bring in the, that I like, is the hockey culture. Oh, yes, yeah. So it's Canadian, so it's all these yeah. things. But uh, it, it is, I don't know, I haven't laughed out loud that hard in a long time in a show. It's And, and it's a lot fantastic. of times it's laughing, like I'm laughing, it's so funny, but I'm also like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is so out there, like. It's it's hilarious. The characters are like super over the top. Yeah, it, it's one of the most creative original shows I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and it it is watching. It's just watching rednecks, which I mean can be funny in their own right. But the it's weird because the way it's written, they're they're not like idiot rednecks. They're smart rednecks. They right. just like being out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're like when Davis was here. He right. Davis, your cousin. He is he is a redneck. But yeah. he's an intelligent redneck. Yeah. He's just a redneck. He just chooses to be in the middle of nowhere and do weird things. And we're like, what? <laughs> but why? <laughs> so, yeah, we've been we've been binging that. That's been a lot of fun. There's been uh, some good trailers that have dropped lately. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, by the way, that was the theme. Uh, the theme was the theme from Letterkenny. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, that was it our was, music um... there at the beginning. Just reminds me a little bit of, like, South Park, a little bit of King of the Hill, like that theme. Yeah, a little, like, King of the Hill Primus. Yeah, it's very like yeah, primacy, yeah. yeah. Texas Primus. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, but their theme is by Indian Wars. Who needs a girl like you? Oh, okay. They're a band from I think Vancouver. From the Couve. From the Couve. So yeah, uh that's also where the uh int- the other parts of the intro we kinda stole oh, their yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah, we stole some of their quips. Yeah. So they they start every episode with uh some kind of intro. Some kind of intro where we stole the, you know, you're, so you're, you're recording a podcast with your buddy the other, the other day. day. And then the, and they, that's like their cold open every time. Yeah. So. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty awesome. I, I recommend that whatever your list is of things to watch now. Bump it. Bump that up to the top and put everything aside right now. You'll blow through it real quick. Yeah. If you don't like it, sorry, but then you're just, uh, I don't Sorry. Know. Yeah, you're, I'm sorry, but it's it's got a... Got a high probability of being funny. Watch it and let us know what you think about it. Yeah, about it on Twitter. Yeah. Or Gmail or what. Just find let us. us. Know. We're not hard people to track down. Come on. So the uh, trailer for the new Twilight Zone dropped. Twilight Zone It's going to be a show. Again, of course, it was only going to be on. Yeah, I know. Okay. We're, we're in this era <laughs> where we're making shows of movies and movies of shows. That's true, okay. So I felt like I had to clarify. They're bringing it back for another show. Yeah, they're bringing it back for another show. It's going to be like on... like the Dan Aykroyd reboot. going to be on CBS All Access. Boo. And you can only get it on their streaming service and nowhere else. Going to steal it on Reddit. <laughs> yep, basically. <laughs> we don't promote piracy unless you're CBS All Access. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, boom, ba-dum, boom, 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 boom,
I, Seriously, so it's, go pay for what you watch. No, yeah, you should. Support the people that make it, because it's not just one person. It's no. a ton of people. So, a lot of people behind the scenes that you're feeding. Yep. I don't know why they're doing it. Why, why can't CBS just be like other networks and just put their shit on Hulu or Netflix or something? Because they're greedy. They're the only network that's solo. Uh-huh. It's bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. I kind of wanted to check out the new Star Trek show, but I refused to get another streaming service. Although you're going to have to get another one anyway if ABC splits off because they'll stop putting their stuff on Hulu and they'll put it all on that Disney streaming. Yeah, that's true, but there's not really anything I have to have on that. I'm going to I'm gonna like lose... I'm going to get rid of cable because I have too many streaming things to pay for. Absolutely. Dude, I, I have two streaming services and I already feel like I can't watch everything on there. Oh, I know I can't. I just have Hulu but... and I just have Netflix. Yeah. I don't even have Amazon. And there's shit on Amazon I want to watch. Um, I feel pretty good about Twilight Zone. Jordan Peele, right? Yep. Is the the showrunner. I'm guessing they are not new original ideas of uh, storylines. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Because Serling has writing credits for all 10 episodes. Oh, they may be remakes then. They're all remakes. That's kind of cool. Like modern day takes on It's kind of cool, but that's what Ackroyd did in the 90s, and it sucked. That that's what's gonna that's what I have a problem with and makes me worried is they are they're they're not original episodes like I thought he was gonna come up with. And someone else that we were talking to at work was talking about the same thing of Twilight Zone was all old, like Ray Bradbury stories. Yeah. They're all old stories that got adapted for screen. Right. But the ones that weren't were written by Rod Serling, or at least partly, or he ripped them he was off. one of the writers. Yeah, yeah. He, he made it into TV show format. And all 10 of Jordan Peele's episodes have him in the writing credits. So they're ad- adaptations of Ron Serling's. Other I'm episodes. not too worried about that, though. So I think they'll be good modern day. I think they're going to be like Black Mirror esque. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be modern day take on all of these classic Twilight Zone stories. Which, how do you know if they're going to be Black Mirror esque? You refuse to watch Black Mirror. I know the concept of it, though. Although it is also doing Black Mirror, where it's got a pretty outstanding cast each episode. It's true. Who all's in the cast? Uh, Seth Rogen's in it. Uh, <laughs> who's that guy from Parks and Rec I hate? Adam Scott. Yeah, there you go. That guy just seems like he has an abnormally large head. And not like oh. an ego, like physically. Like yeah, his yeah. head just seems larger than the rest of his body. I mean, I've got a rather large head, but I don't think that's why I don't I'm like, like hit him. Or, I don't, I'm hit or miss with Adam Scott. No, He's no. had some really good stuff. Like, I loved him in Parks and Rec. He plays a really good asshole. Yeah. But uh, Greg Kinnear's in it, which I really like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cho from Harold and Kumar. Jordan Peele's obviously in it. He's the yeah. narrator. Steven um, Ewan, we haven't seen since The Walking Dead. Yeah, is that how I you haven't say seen it? him on TV. I, ne- I never knew how to say his last name. Ewan. Ewan. Yeah. I've heard it said like eight different ways. That, well, yeah. But um, It's the guy from Totally Blanking, the guy from um, Silicon Valley, the Indian guy, Kam- Kamal, Kamal. Totally Blanking, I apologize. It I also think... has a the a guy that I can never pronounce his name, um, Chris Diamantopoulos. I think yep. that's it. Yes, he kind of looks like uh, Luke Perry. Little bit, little a bit t- like a Luke taller, Perry. thinner Luke Perry, and and a little Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> mixed in a little bit. So yeah, yeah uh, hopefully they show a Dan Aykroyd how it's done, and it doesn't just shit the bed like last time. I think it'll be good. I could totally. We could come back later. And I can eat my words, but I think it'll be good. If they redo the plane episode, I want Shatner to have a cameo somewhere. Just, like, be the dude in first class being a dick. There was a plane in the trailer. Uh, that, that's the one of their biggest stories. Yeah, the pinnacle, yeah. It was in the original show. It was in the remake. It was in the movie. Yep. Because um, then it, the movie was... 
uh, it was Barney's dad. Uh, John Lithgow. Yeah, it was John Lithgow. That's yeah. what I used to reference. Hey, who's John Lithgow? Yeah. Barney's dad. Barney's dad from <laughs> How I Met Your Mother. All the things he's done, and that's what I go with. Jordan Peele, man. That guy's on fire right now, though, so I've, I'm hopeful. So what do you think of the new Elton John biopic trailer that just dropped? The way I felt about Rocket it. Rocket Man, right? Isn't yeah, Rocket Man. Rocket Man. The way you felt about the it. The way I felt about it was like the inverse of how Bohemian Rhapsody was. Okay. Like, the trailer got me pumped, but I thought the movie would suck balls. Whereas this trailer, I'm not that excited, but so hopefully the movies. I think the movie will be fantastic when it's all like stretched out. Like the trailer shows, oh yeah, that's going to be a good movie. But I wasn't like, yeah, when I watched it. Whereas Bohemian Rhapsody was the other way. It was like, that trailer's so good. The movie has to be shit. <laughs> Fair. I, I'm because yeah, the shitty movies make great trailers because they take every best part and right. throw it in there. Absolutely. So I have really high hopes for it. I think it looks really good. I and think I think the Elton John story could be more interesting to watch. He's been involved, and apparently they're not shying, from what I've read, they're not shying away. Because mm-hmm. all the criticism about Bohemian Rhapsody is it's the Queen story, but it's whitewashed. Because White. Queen right. was heavily involved. They wanted it to make them look amazing and angelic. Elton John doesn't seem to be the whitewash kind of guy. No, Elton John's been pretty open about all of his struggles, mm-hmm. his addictions, his sexuality issues that he, not issues as in like it's a problem, like his personal right. demons with it, you know. Um, and yeah, he seems to be an open book about it. And so I think that's going to make for a better movie, I hope. Yeah. I think it's going to be more true to his life. I mean, he has... Whereas Mercury was pretty private about a lot of things. Well, yeah, there were a lot of things he Freddy, were, but it was the other guys that were trying to cover for everything else. Right, but I also think even if Freddy was still around, there would still be even more cut out of the movie. They wouldn't talked about him getting sick because he didn't even let anyone else know he was sick for years. True. So, also true. But if he was, if he was already, if Freddy was already trying to keep it under wraps, I'm pretty sure the rest of the band really tried to keep things under wraps. Also true. So, but I feel like Elton John's just like, eh, I can go for it. So let's talk about the crotchety old ass man in the room. Old and in Hollywood. the room, I mean in, in Hollywood. <laughs> Not in our room. His name is Steven Spielberg. We're gonna be relevant again and talk about stuff that's actually in the news going on right now. He does such great stuff, it makes me like not want to be mad at him, but by God I can't help but be mad at him. So he is according to articles, we'll we'll try to link to one in our show notes if you haven't according, found it. According to himself. According to articles, he is petitioning the Academy, uh which is the I don't I can Academy of Motion Pictures Arts and Sciences. There you go. The Academy that issues out the Oscars. He is supposedly going to he's a prominent member on the board for the Academy or or whatever. And he is going to petition them to ban Netflix. <laughs> which I think is bullshit. It is bullshit. For many reasons. Even in the notes I put bullshit. And for some reason, Spellcheck doesn't think that's a word. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know why. I think it's bullshit for numerous reasons. First, one of Steven Spielberg's rise to fame, one of the things that that helped him get critical acclaim was he did a television show called Duel for the BBC. Yep. So the whole whole point... But he wasn't expecting Duel to win an Oscar. No, but that is what gave him his prominence. Right. So he he wrote another medium to get him prominence in filmmaking. And now he's knocking Netflix. I don't know. Maybe that's a flawed argument. Now that I'm saying it, it is kind of flawed. 
<laughs> well, you can't. You, I mean, he, R- regardless, the the big argument seems to be coming from Spielberg feels that because they're not released in theaters, they shouldn't be a valid contender. I think that's the problem shit. is this still ties to it all ties to theaters having exclusivity clauses in a contract right. that you can't show it anywhere else except us. And theaters won't give them an exclusivity contract because they don't want to stay in a theater for at least six weeks. Right. Although. But it doesn't the, matter. A movie is a movie is a movie is a movie. The new Scorsese movie that is going to be on Netflix is yeah, they have, going to and be in theaters. With Roma, they released it in theaters for a three-week run or three-week run. Yeah. But no, it has to stay in six weeks. Yeah, it's a bunch of shit. The, the, they put it in theaters. They followed their rules. They said, right. fine, you want it in the theater? Here, it's in a theater. And they gave it exclusivity. They showed it three weeks, then relaunched it on Netflix. And right. they still said, no, no, it has to be six weeks. So, so no matter what Netflix does, they're going to come up with something else. They're all butthurt that they lost to a Netflix movie. I've heard Roma is fantastic. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. What it is is somebody that but, is getting older, no longer necessarily the master of their craft because, again, they're getting older, new, younger directors, cinematographers. Well, but, he, but he just did uh, Ready Player One, and that was fantastic. I mean, it wasn't as great yes, as the book. But... It's a, yeah, but it was, a, it was a popcorn movie. It wasn't nominated for Best Picture. No, but it was nominated for his Best Special Effects, which he lost. Absolutely. I think it's Netflix won an Oscar. He didn't. Yes. His butt hurt. Right. So I think he is trying to close out to limit the contenders. Yeah. It, it, it is this very, you know, it's the same logic that I think people, many people hate the, the Patriots for. They feel like they're constantly, there's the Tom Brady rule in football now. It's like they're doing all of these different things to try to limit. Everyone they're the masters else, yeah. and they're trying to keep everyone away from them. Right. And I think he's he's got the same argument. But the problem is, like, Spielberg is fantastic. Mm. No other way around it. He is. Yeah, I mean, some no, of is. the best, some of the greatest movies of all time, some of my personal favorite movies. We've mentioned one already today. What? You, when you fog up your glasses, it's the Velociraptor Oh, Jurassic scene. Park. Yeah. Jurassic Park is, is a freaking masterpiece. Yes. It, it really is. I mean, and it's if like you don't it, think so, come fight us. Uh, 100%. It, I, will, I will fucking stab you. Tetherball Court, 3 p.m., be there. Where's a tetherball court? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Jurassic Park's like one of my top five desert island movie yeah like it, it's anyway jaws i love jaws i think jaws is amazing but spielberg has had some stinkers oh yeah he's had some stinkers yeah everyone has 100 percent. i don't know i think it's bullshit but i think it he's, is he's not saying trying that they to keep out the news at all he just thinks they should win emmys instead because they're a tv company they're not tv no they're not that's they're why making they make motion movies. pictures right and the only thing that makes them a motion picture is because you have to go to a cinema to see it? Well, I think it's, well... And I why think do they the send cinema, out screeners? I think the cinema is still tied to old Hollywood and unions and saying, well, we did this and this and this, so you have to do this and this and this too. They won't change their mode. Eventually, they're all going to get pushed out. Movie yeah. theaters will be a thing you have to go seek out. Yeah. It, this is the record labels. I don't labels. think they'll die, but they'll... They'll have problems. This is the record labels not understanding why people want to buy single tracks at a time. Right. Why people want to stream. It, it, it is the old, completely set in their ways, not understanding what the current generation is. So if you want your entire medium to die, then keep going the, the direction that you're going. That's fine. Yeah. And you're going to be out of jobs. No one's going to pay to see movies anymore. Yeah. The thing I thought was stupid was in 
in their argument about this whole, it needs to be in theaters. This is for cinema that you only see in a movie theater. It's like, well, then why the fuck do you release DVDs? And right. why do you put your movie on iTunes? Like, you're... That's I see not a majority of movies outside of the cinema now. Right. I love going to the movies. It is a fun experience. But it's insanely expensive. It's, it's very restrictive. Expensive. Absolutely. People can go to Netflix and watch a lot more movies a lot easier. I would much rather watch a movie in the comfort of my own home where I'm not surrounded by 50 people on their phone hacking and coughing. Right. There are definitely times that I enjoy going to the cinema, but most of the time I want to watch a movie and sit on my couch. Right. And if I want to be in At least we now have those reclining seats, though. Or if I want to cook my own food. You know, there's a million reasons. I mean, in our part of town, you could probably go recline in your cinema seat without pants and nobody will say a damn thing <laughs> i don't know if i want to do that i'm not saying you'd want to i'm just saying you could i don't want to do that um their popcorn is better though yeah i i don't know it just like i said it just screams crotchety ass old man to me yeah like it, it just like i'm like come on man like netflix doesn't you. netflix doesn't want to pay him yeah. To make a movie for him. But Guarantee they play Scorsese. He would have no issue with it if, so if Netflix yeah. gave him a $300 million deal right. to do something exclusively and for them. And then he would want that movie to be an Oscar contender. 100%. He's not going to give two shits about winning 100%. And the funny thing is, is like the, what they're pissed about, Roma, is Alfonso Cuaron. I mean, the guy's a, a, a incredibly well-respected director yeah. by his peers. Like, they love him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's incredibly talented. It's not like, you know, they're letting some nobody come in and steal the spotlight this is a guy that's been making movies for a decade or more right and he's made some great movies and uh, yeah I, I don't it's just uh yeah it's mind-boggling to me yeah i mean it's just like protectionism if that's a word like it's i know there's there's movies on amc is going to start making walking dead movies they won't be eligible for an oscar they're on a tv station they're going to only be able to win emmys but I still feel like that's not the same quality that Netflix is putting it. Like, Netflix is, has a really high bar right now. 100%. And they're, I mean, like, the AMC argument is, you know, those are made for television. They're made right. with commercial breaks in mind. They are, they, they're not made to be released into, well, actually, those are going to be commercial free, aren't they? God, uh, dang I have it. no clue if they are or not. I think they are. I think he was saying. They that, probably yeah. will if you pay for AMC ad free. See, there you go. It's all about money. The whole thing's about money. All of it, I tell you. It Um, stinks. It stinks, I tell you. One thing I saw was they had the same arguments we did of like, well, this seems stupid. He's just being crotchety. But they're like, but you know what? Maybe Netflix doesn't deserve to be Oscar contenders for how they handle credits. Like Pulp Fiction, watch the whole movie. All the loose ends get closed up right at the end. You go to credits and you see an ad. You see a freaking ad for, I don't even remember what it was, but it was something stupid. Yeah, but I see all these ads every time I go to the movie when I get there for a good seat. Right, but you see them before. You don't, like, the Pulp Fiction's kind of like the ending, and then it gets to the credits, you're like, I gotta think about that for a second. Like, of what yeah. I just saw. And then it just pops up for, like, Emperor's New Groove. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Because you watch this, you might like this. Right, and they're, most of the time, completely unrelated. Well, that's because they just don't have a, a ton of great stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, like... Could, yeah, I mean, that Mar- makes sense. All the Marvel stuff has been going on Netflix for a while. Right. And you actually have to work hard to see the end credits. Right. Because it pops up an ad that wants to play in 15 seconds. like, no, 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 go back, go back, go back. And yeah. then half the time it doesn't take. Yeah, I think that's a valid but argument. That was their only argument why they shouldn't be. I guarantee you, Steven Spielberg does not give a shit yeah. about the credits. Right, but their uh, their argument was 
you know what? That should be their no Oscars is their punishment for doing that shit. <laughs> I mean, I think that's fair. All right, we've given enough time to fucking anyway. Steven Spielberg. Games, games, games. We've been we've been going back and vi- revisiting some old games. Yeah, we finished Halo. We did We're on Halo the original too. Halo. Still playing EDF. Oh man, <laughs> never get tired of killing giant bugs. We're almost done. We got what four? No, thirty-five levels left. <laughs> We're almost done. We only have 35 levels left. But hey, when you think there's like 80. Yeah. But we're on like, no, no, no. We got 25. We're on 60. No, that's true. So. Yeah. I've been playing some Far Cry 5 because you guys had some stuff to do out of the house. And I just that. And How you like, liking it? Well, I played it before. Like right when we first started recording the podcast. Right. Y'all, you and Blair went to New York. Yeah. You played like. I played it for a little bit. Yeah. Not a whole lot. Now, now I dove a little. You were maybe in. like what? Four hours in? Yeah, probably. It's good. I like it. I just wanted to run around, and I needed to explore some fictional world. Fictional world of Montana. Yep. Fun. I enjoy it. It's pretty good. I mean, I've always liked that series. Yeah. For the most part. I think I still think it's got a problem with you can upgrade way too early. And yeah. And so then I start moving around, and it's just like, well, I can the, the, the demolish everything. Yeah, the challenge is yeah. gone. So then yeah, it just it's, feels it's very challenging at the beginning. Yeah. Because it, it's completely open sandbox. Right. Like, you can go... Which like the, I, the new I, Zelda, you could go straight to the end yeah. boss. Feel like I love that everything is open sandbox, but that causes the problem that you can get way too far ahead too yeah. quickly, and then yeah. the, the game's a grind. Right. And the, way too, it took me so long to finish because it was way too many distractions. Like, oh, I'm gonna go beat the what's this? Yeah. Oh, what's oh, this? Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that would definitely be my biggest complaint. I feel about like it. Doug so just running around squirrel. Many, <laughs> so many, yeah, so many side quests. Where it's just like, whoa, and it, and it's all cluttered. Like, I'm cool with side quests. Like, that's fun, but oh, it yeah. clutters the map. And it's, yes. like, so in your face when you're playing it. I, I like, unlocked locations for some stuff, and I couldn't see it because there were so many fucking icons yeah. next to each other that I couldn't <laughs> zoom in enough to see them. It's exactly, like, yes. What the hell? Yeah, absolutely. So, that's been fun. Mm-hmm. We have some more hypothetical questions. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. Uh, top game that you want made. This can be anything. So before VR, well, when VR got started, I wanted to see a game where it was just balls of the wall. You're just fighting. You're not like stuck in a position and like punching. Like you're moving around like it's me or him. One right. of us is going to die today. And then uh, yeah, Matthew. American found... History X? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Except I wanted Wolverine Claws, God damn it. Um but Matthew found this game called Gorn, and it exists, so I can't say that one. Um, but on the VR track, one that I thought, it it exists, but not in VR. And I think it'd be awesome, <laughs> and this is totally stupid, uh, if there was a first-person VR version of Stardew Valley. <laughs> Which, if you aren't into gaming, <laughs> Stardew Valley is an idyllic, I don't want to say farming simulator. Don't you fucking compare it to Animal Crossing. I will reach over the table and just... No, it's not Animal Crossing. It's, <laughs> it, I mean, it's basically... There, there was a game on uh, Super Nintendo. That's where it started called Harvest Moon. That's what I was thinking. Not Animal Crossing. That, I was thinking Harvest Moon. And it is it is Harvest Moon. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's a complete... So it's made but by one better. guy. I agree. It is. It's better. It's made by one guy. MC talked about it a little bit when she was on with us a couple episodes ago because uh, she had just gotten into it. Mm-hmm. But it it's made by one person. It's basically a love letter to Super Nintendo era of gaming. That was great. Uh, so it's like this top-down, 
very like Harvest Moon, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past era of gaming. It's it's bright, it's colorful, it has amazing like MIDI music, 16-bit music. Um, but it's it's you inherit this farm and you have to like build it back up. And you go into the town, you talk to all the townspeople, and you can do all these little side quests. You can fish, you can mine, you can do all these little things. There's a there's a cave you could go into and fight stuff. But the thing is, there's no like, I mean, there there is an end game, but there is I, I you know even I mean? after it's the one end of those game, games you just where, keep on going. Yeah, you can just keep yeah you can just, just keep on trucking. So it's it's very much like a simulator game in the sense of like how SimCity is a simulator game. There's yeah. no there's no endpoint. You just try to make your farm great, but and and it sounds. When you, when you hear us say that, I'm sure it sounds incredibly boring, but it is so calm to play, and it is weirdly addicting. It is oddly addicting. I had to stop playing just because I was like, I, I can't yeah, make this getting... the only thing I can play Yeah, you're, you're going into it too deep. Yeah. Yeah. It's too deep, man. Yeah. I, I, I think a VR version would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be I think it would be so much fun. It would be exhausting. <laughs> I think it would be really exhausting. It'd be so weird, though. But it would be just... so much fun. Walking around a 16, and I still want it to be 16-bit. Like chopping the tree down. Yeah, chopping the trees down and, you know, hoeing hoeing the garden, picking up some carrots. (laughs) Oh, shit, I'm standing in my sprinkler. (laughs) Oh, man, it'd be fun. It'd be so much fun. No, no, that's just Chris pissing on me. Wait, what? (laughs) That's weird. I didn't really have one for this for the top game that you want made. I don't know. I just didn't. There's no, like... I'm so, like, disconnected from gaming. But, I mean, there's no, like, idea you ever thought, oh, that'd be a good game. No, I don't think so. Oh. I guess I'm just not creative enough. <laughs> wow. Your brain is boring today. I can tell you the top game that I want remade. Oh, what's your, like yeah, what's modern, your top modern game you want day, remade? I want a modern day remake of a Nintendo 64. Of uh, Rogue Squadron. Star oh, Wars, God, that game was great. Which was a uh, kind of like a third-person flight simulator. There right? was one for GameCube, and it wasn't as good. The 64 no, no, no. one the is where it's The 64 one, the very first one, they made three of them, I think, on 64. Uh, but the very first no, one. I always remember the first. Uh, you always remember your first. Of course you do. But it's like a third-person Star Wars flight simulator. You, so you play some of the iconic missions. Like you can play like the Death Star run where you go to the trench and, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. You play Hoth with the, the walkers and all that. But then there's like a bunch of original missions, too, that are like original yeah. story. And it was it wasn't completely open world, but it no. was it was on rail with a wide enough berth that you yeah, didn't really felt, notice. And it felt... Although there were, the Hoth one was open. You could just yep. go around inside there. Because it was like a limited range. area. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't crash. Um, but like going through like a canyon run or something, yes. it was... Uh, so you could go fun. so far left, so far right, but it was a pretty wide berth. Yeah. I don't know why. It, that was just such oh, a fun... Game was fantastic. so much time into that. And then there were codes that you could unlock. Yep. Some of the other ships, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, back in the era of cheat codes, flying around the A wing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, man! It was it was such a blast to play. I love like I love flight simulators. Some of the yeah. first things I ever played on the PC with were flight simulators. First and, game I owned was ATF. Yeah, Advanced Tactical Fighter. Yeah, one of my f- very first games I remember playing was Star Wars Tie Fighter, mm-hmm. and I loved crap out of that game. So I, I I would be okay with that one getting a modern remake too. Tie Fighter? Yeah. That'd be cool. What about you? Anything you want remade? Everything I... Th- like, the first couple ones I thought of were already remade. Like, years ago, they did Boy and Blob for yeah. Wii, or Wii U, and then Xbox. An unsung and... hero of the Nintendo era. God, it was so hard. You had no fucking clue what was no going on. I got it for my birthday one year. <laughs> my mom was like, this game looks cute. And it was 
no idea what the hell I'm doing. And my uncle was like, let me try. And he's like giving the thing jelly yeah. bean. Like, what the fuck is going on? What kid's going to remember? Like, what six-year-old is going to remember ten different jelly beans when every dude, one was of like them 20. does? For, yeah. It's even more. Like, give him a ketchup jelly the- bean and he'll turn into a a hole that you can fall through like what the fuck <laughs> the hell does ketchup have to do with a hole i know it was this it was a game about a boy and he it had is, this yeah. little blob that followed him around blobonia and they they go into like the sewers or like underground he was trying to return the blob to blobonia right and but ugh, it was so weird you fed the blob jelly beans and it would do different things yeah for each jelly bean. and you had a finite amount of you can make a ladder you can make a uh, hole. So it was like a puzzle could, game, yeah. but it was like two D sides. It, it was it was hard. It was so much fun. Yeah, but they did make it like a really cute oh, remake the, of it. It's all hand drawn and it's beautiful. It's amazing. It was yeah. a very well crafted game. There was a couple yeah. times like the controls are a little what the fuck, but yeah, no, it was a. If you haven't played it, play it. But and they I also want did Ducktales. But they already did that. They did. They did a remake of Ducktales. They did the remake of Ducktales. That was my friend owned that. And we played the shit out of it. Um, one of my favorite games just got remade, which was Resident Evil Two. Oh yeah, but they didn't. I want it remade. I like, mean, they the, even put the Thomas they the did. Tank in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they yeah. Didn't. Go on, go on YouTube, find Resident Evil Two, Thomas the Tank, and I'll you'll put laugh your ass off. Notes. Um, so random. But I, I still wanted that remake to be like the camera angles, like it was, like lock like position, a true remake. Yeah. yeah, but I've heard good things about the new one. I need to get it. Um, after that. I, I just want a creepy game remade with all the stuff they can do now. So I'd have to go with, like, Silent Hill 2. You just want a terrifying game with oh, play it with yes. the lights out. Oh, yes. Two in the morning. That's what I did. You need to try uh, Resident Evil 7. I don't. Sometime. It, it's... Ugh. I've played Resident Evil once. I told you this story. No. I had mono when I was a freshman in high school. <laughs> I'm not and... laughing that you had mono. I'm just laughing that you got you stayed home and played Resident Evil. Well, yeah. I slept, like, 20 hours a day. And I stayed home, but I rented a game, talked my mom into letting me rent a game since I was going to be home right. or, you know, couldn't go go to school. Yeah. And so I slept, like I said, like 20 hours a day. So I would wake up at the most random times. Well, I typically would sleep all day. So I'd wake up in the middle of the night. My mom's asleep. We live in a little 900 square foot house. I would fire up my Nintendo 64. I rented Resident Evil. It'd be like two in the morning. I have every light in the house off and I'm playing Resident <laughs> I'm not a scary. I don't like horror movies. I don't. I love that, It scared the shit out of me <laughs> holy hell like you know you're walking down a hall all of a sudden something bangs on the window in the game like it, it was terrifying oh me and my friends would play two and silent hill too i don't know why we had we always went for the twos but we would sit in there they had a room upstairs and so it was like a it was like the bunk beds where one comes out instead of oh being yeah directly under yeah like um, a day bed so like one would have the day bed I'd be up on, like, the top bunk just hanging off the side. Someone else is over on the floor, like, in a beanbag. And then you would just see all of us just jump up at once. <laughs> Whole bed <laughs> just shakes. Yeah. No, I don't I don't, I don't. don't yeah. want that remake. Uh, you can Hill. play that if you... Silent if Hill 2 was... No. Oh, that scared no, the crap out of me. You know what? For a less cr- scary one, there was a game on Genesis called uh, General Chaos. It's two-on-two army fights. Oh, fun. Um, you could have... Uh, uh, like a general infantry guy with a machine gun. You could have a guy with bombs and grenades. There was one with a flamethrower, and I think one with a rocket launcher. Nice. And it was just this map, and then like two computer guys or two player versus player. Right. And it was that's all it was was just two guys trying to kill each other. 
<laughs> like you could flame him up and then he'd like run around on fire trying to do his last <laughs> death and then you just burn it in a pile of ashes. But it's all cartoony. It was just, That's awesome. It was great. That oh. that a remake of that would be great. It'd be a great party couch game. Yeah. I want Twisted Metal. I know they kind of remade it. Yeah, they kind of did, and then it kind of sucked. Yeah, no, I want Twisted Metal 1 for PlayStation 1 and Twisted Metal 2 remade. Those would be great. That was a fun couch co-op. I played Twisted Metal 2, not Twisted Metal 1. Both of them. Yeah. But that was a great couch co-op. You just want that exactly how it is, just new graphics, right? Basically, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going to remake it, that's what, yeah, just literally do that. You know, like they should have done with Final Fantasy 7. Right. Speaking of things I want to disappear... Are there some games that you wish could be unmade? Yeah. I mean, for... I'm sure there's like a million because, you know, all the shitty games that nobody ever played. But I'm talking about like game, big games. Yeah, and, and no one no one would ever agree with I haven't found a single person who agrees with me, but I fucking hated Qbert. I wish that thing burned in a pile of... Wait, don't you have a Qbert Funko? I didn't buy it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like the new CG Cubert that was in like Wreck-It Ralph. I think that's funny and right. kind of cool looking, but oh my God, I don't know what it was. I hated that game. It's not even that I was bad at it. I just did not like it. I thought it was stupid. Yeah. I, I mean, it, yeah. I, so, I, yeah was, I, I wasn't huge on it, but... Everything it stands for, I just don't like. I wow. don't know. I just... I always hated that. I had a hatred of that game when I was little. I don't know why. It just Weird. grew up with me. So, yeah, I would unmake Hubert. I don't know what that would do to the face of video games now, but right. we'd probably have nothing that's isometric. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Yeah, but fuck Hubert. You weird little... Poor Hubert. You weird what did little... What Hubert ever do to you? He wanted to just top on cubes and climb up a little weird And put his little noise in there with, yeah. his, with his... Gibberish. Weird gibberish swear words of just... yeah things icons that's where we got knockoff pac-man to me do you think that's where they got the uh, whole at dollar sign that i don't know yeah because hubert did that for swear words maybe the whole time he's just swearing at everyone that's what i i think i always thought he was swearing at everyone but i wonder if that's where it came from or for that i bet it was in comics before that maybe anyway interesting to look fuck hubert you should have gone we both listed the same one ironically we did superman 64 oh god what a just colossal shit show never played it i saw it and i was like what the hell is this i'm like superman and i left i rented it i wasted my money renting a game at least you didn't waste your money buying that game oh absolutely but i mean you remember how it was where friday after school you would get to go rent a game oh yeah mom would take me to the game store and then that was the game i got to play all weekend yep and i wasted it on superman 64 (laughs) that means i had to wait a whole nother week actually you didn't waste it because you probably didn't play it you probably started when fuck this i'm gonna go outside well, it still was like a two-day rental. Yeah. But yeah. That was, I mean, yeah, yeah we wasted the good surprise on you. <laughs> just a sh- God, just a shitty game. It was like, un- they never finished it. You're flying around this nondescript city. Everything, every building is a block that looks identically the same. It was The streets horrible. are a grid. It you was... have no map to tell you where to go. It, it, yes. There's no waypoints to tell you where to go. You only flew around. And you had to find like, uh, it's uh, not even like finding a needle in a haystack. Yeah. It's finding a piece of shit in a cow barn. <laughs> yeah, those are everywhere, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I literally, like, I can remember starting it. It gave you no direction, nothing. I mean, like, I, I was literally, like, flying around to Superman. Yeah. Had no idea where to go, what to do. There supposedly I, was something you were supposed to find. I saw someone find it once. Yeah. It was like, just, they, he found his objective. It was so weird. I don't think he ever turned around to find it again. It was awful. It was bad. It was terrible. Um. So I have 
two other games, and these are going to be controversial, oh. I think. They're, uh, they're Nintendo games. I don't know if I can think of two others. They're Nintendo games. Really? And I like them, but they're fucking impossible. You might be able to think of them. Great games. Great. Uh, and, and they literally have a level that's, like, unbeatable. There were, there were games that created that just so they're what, they didn't have to worry about an in-game. Battletoads. Oh, my God. I've said that before, though. Right? I didn't hate Battletoads. I, I played it. I owned it. I did, it. It too, was... but I could never f- get past it. No, never could finish it. Right? Oh, God. So that was one, and then one... I wouldn't unmake it, but I would definitely, like, punch it in the balls. Well, the other is the, the very first Nintendo Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Not the arcade. Oh, no, no. That, yeah, that one is art. The, but... the sewer level, or the dam. Not sewer. The dam where you had to yeah. get the bombs. I think I got past it one time. To be fair... To be fair. To be fair. I have some, seen someone beat that game. I, I sat there. Yeah. I watched it the whole time. I just never could do it myself. I literally had to look it up on YouTube. Oh. Like a long time ago, I looked it huh. up because I'd never seen it. I'm like, surely there's more past the dam. Yeah, there is. And I had I, to see it. Yeah. Um. One of my friends was real good at beating the dam. Um. Neither of us ever beat the dam thing. Oh, my god. But gosh. he would beat the dam, and then I could play the level after it. I'd yeah. be like, okay, I'm at the dam. I'm going to pause it. Next time he comes over, I'm just going to leave this running. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was, like, the next, like, two buildings over. So right. it's not like it was a long way. So it's like, hey, what you doing? I got to the dam. Okay, I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> That's awesome. Still trying to think of something to, something else to unmake. I, I know what you can unmake. What? That wrapper over there on that Reese cup. Oh, yeah, let's, let's try that. We are going to, we're going to taste test a product been eyeballing us i can't believe we've made it this long not me i couldn't see it with the bag in the way oh man that's been staring at me in the eye it's all sticky we're not supposed to talk about the mole the bloody mole <laughs> sorry random austin power mole, mole. so while while you're un- unpacking that so brad is opening the so brad and his favorite candy well i don't want to speak for you no it, it is okay. me and my dad used to eat these all the my, my favorite time. candy i'm not a huge dessert person i like candy and i like ice cream that's about it and my favorite candy is Reese Cups. They are fantastic. So we're eating a dark chocolate Reese Cup. In in Chris's favorite like mode of eating when they're frozen. Well, I don't know where, where do you get that from? What frozen Reese Cups? Yeah, I don't know. My mom used to stick candy in the freezer. Oh, see, I would put it in the fridge if it melted, and then open it up later. But I never purposely like frozen froze them. Snickers. Great frozen Twix. Uh. Great. I know someone else who used to freeze their uh, Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Dark chocolate Reese cup. I'm going to give that I'm gonna give that two thumbs up. Mm. You give the you give the the dark chocolate Reese cups uh, give it two thumbs. Th- I give it three thumbs up. Ayo. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Better than a regular? Oh, yeah. Better than a regular Reese cup. I, I'm digging the dark chocolate. You are a dark chocolate fan, though. No. I used to not be. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. I will say this, though. Have you had any of the Justin's cups? What is this you speak of? You The the little um, almond butter like pouches that I make uh-huh. sometimes. The individual ones? Yeah. They make their own butters. Peanut butter, almond butter, cashew butter. Oh. Anyway, they also make chocolate peanut butter cups and chocolate cashew butter cups and almond butter cups. They have regular chocolate, dark chocolate. You shut your whore mouth. There. <laughs> 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 I had a dark chocolate cashew butter one the other day and dude it was delightful 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 this is where we started getting into 
sweaty balls NPR talk. It's kind of weird. I almost started this episode like that, but I wasn't having a good scripting time. You say that as you wrote that entire letter, Kenny thing. All right. Maybe I should just finish the episode talking like letter. <laughs> Dear God, no. <laughs> All right, let's talk about tech real quick. Yeah, it's, uh, get the fuck out of here. Our tech, our tech segment's getting a little musky in here. It is a little musky. Yeah, a little Elon, Elon Musk musky. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <Or Car Noor>. <laughs> Man Musk cologne. <laughs> Sex <laughs> Panther <laughs> <laughs> smells like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> Anchorman reference. Sorry. Um, 60% of the time, it works every time. So uh, Elon Elon Musk is going to take a... We're going to mention him a couple times. We're going to mention his companies a couple times. Yeah, yeah, not him. Cause, no. Uh, we should have found news on Boring. I don't think there is any news on Boring Company. Probably not, but it's we could have these, hit the trifecta of Elon. Of all the all the Elon companies? Yeah. Yeah. Any uh, PayPal news? No. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. He doesn't have a stake in that anymore. Sold it. I became the world's richest man and became Lex Luthor. He's not the world's richest man. He's also not Lex Luthor, but uh, he's getting Luthery a little bit. Luthery. <laughs> it's like a weird. Is he like leathery? <laughs> Luthery. But that's why it's that's why it's musky. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So we're gonna talk about SpaceX. SpaceX did something cool. Not really cool. They launched uh, this past week. So uh, again, space time continuum. Don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, the last week for us. Yeah, the very end of February, beginning of March. I don't remember the exact date. I think it was the beginning of March. It was March. 2019. It was the morning of March 3rd. So when the alien overlords listen to this in 30 years, they can... Wait, or was it on Saturday? It doesn't matter. March 2nd or 3rd. They launched a test flight of an unmanned version of the Dragon Crew capsule, SpaceX. Uh, And they launched it from Cape Canaveral 39A, which is the historic Apollo 11 launch pad. And it looks all swanky inside. Yeah, and they launched it uh, successfully to outer space, out of Earth's orbit, and they sent it to the space station. Yep. And it docked successfully. And someone went on it and got a little stuffed globe off of it. Yeah, they put a couple things on it. Uh, Apparently behind the seats, it had uh, an unpressurized storage bay. Oh, well. So they're... You know, to pull all the stuff there. Yeah, but that—that that actually is. It you said it looked all swanky. It is gorgeous inside. Oh yeah, it looks like a. It looks like a rendering of something from Star I wish Wars. My car or Star could Trek. look like the inside of that thing. Yeah, but someone did say when they actually send people in it, uh-huh. it, it would probably be full of all sorts of stuff. Like oh, they yeah. didn't put any mission critical things on it because you know it was right. a test flight, so they thought it could blow up. So that's why it was so empty. Right. But when it actually goes to restock the International Space Station, it'll, yes, it will, it'll, be full. it'll have shit strapped into every surface. They will fill it up. So it won't look that beautiful. And I think there's a compartment behind it, isn't there? Yeah, there's compartments under their feet. There's Yeah, there's stuff all yeah. around it. But you should look it up. It is gorgeous inside. Yeah. I mean, it is the modern day. It's what everyone envisioned in the 50s of what spaceflight would look like. <laughs> we finally got to it. Like Gene Roddenberry, eat your heart out. Yep. <laughs> what Star Trek really was supposed to be. Yeah, uh, it looked pretty cool. It, it looks amazing. They did send a, a dummy. Mm-hmm. There was a dummy in there, and then there was a little Earth-like stuffed animal. Oh, what'd they name the dummy? Uh, crap. Um, yeah, they they name everything Ripley. Ripley, there you go. I knew it was from a movie. Yeah. So that was pretty cool, and it looks like we should have a Falcon Heavy launch coming back 
uh, or the second one. Mm-hmm. It'll be coming up here in the next month or two. Yeah, this was their uh, second night launch in a row. Yeah, um, their night first one. Cool. Yeah, their first one they just showed it taking off, and you just see this arc, which is like, eh, we've seen that before. The new one, it showed the arc, and you can see the reburn entry. Oh, uh, the time lapse. The, the time lapse photo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you see the big arc going into orbit. Yeah. But then you also in the corner just see the burn from the booster landing back on the pad. <laughs> yeah. It was on, pretty on cool. the drone ship, yeah. Oh, I thought they landed on a pad. No, they they landed that on the drone ship at night. Well the drone yeah. trip was really close to shore then. PS I love you whatever. It's the one that normally is on the west coast. They actually brought it all the way over to the east coast. Oh. That was thing was close it... to shore then cause... Yeah, it's usually not that far out. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I mean, think about it. If they can get it back to shore. Right. Not going to get that far out. But yeah, we should have another Falcon Heavy coming up, which I can't wait for that. That was so freaking was cool awesome. the last time we watched that when that happened. That, that to me, was like, okay, the future is now. It's going to be bad when one of those doesn't go right during a test launch, but it's kind of going to be cool to look at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, their track record. Yeah. I well, mean, I hope I, nothing well, happens. But... Was that just two launches ago where the one, the stabilizer fin broke? Um... And they, they landed in the ocean? No, I think there was like three, or no, no, maybe there was two, and that's why they didn't get the booster back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had the one, the stabilizer fin didn't come down when it was reentering, so it was mm-hmm. spinning, like in a, uh, yeah. not end over end, it was just spinning in a circle right, yeah. incredibly fast, and so the computer knew that it wasn't functioning properly, so instead of landing back on the pad like it was supposed to, mm-hmm. it they, it went out into abort mode, it went to the ocean, came down, it still somehow stabilized itself, the AI on it. Mm-hmm. stabilized itself enough that it hovered perfectly over the ocean, sat down, and then gently toppled over. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Like, it even crashed gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, yeah. It, it's falling with SpaceX style. blows my mind. Like, I, I I don't know. I love everything about that company. Yeah, it's like, pretty it, cool. It's so cool. Thanks, Elon. Yeah, I, and, I do um, love you for that. We may never get to ride in a spaceship, but you did get to ride in one of his other fun toys i did yeah so i got to ride some of you may be like yeah whatever i got to ride in a tesla because some of you probably have already oh i've got a tesla (laughs) i'm on my third so i know for a fact that none of our listeners have a tesla (laughs) (laughs) hey we only know who four of those listeners are it's true we don't know who the others are if you have a tesla you know what hit us up at the biz casual nerd and show us your tesla please let us ride in it and let us ride in it so i rode in a uh a model s Nice. 2017 model year of uh, the the Model S um, had autopilot 2.0. Got to experience autopilot. Oh, that that still freaked me out. It was crazy. So I sat in the back. the The coolest thing about it with the hand. I love the handles, obviously, where they, they yeah. pop out. But the whole top being glass, like that's so brilliant. Yeah. Like, why aren't other cars doing that? There's some that did, and I think the cost was. Just not great. Because, like, if something falls on it or you get in a hailstorm, that's a shit ton of stuff to replace. Yeah. I, I, it's so cool. Like, I, I love... That was that was the best part, being in the back, just looking... Just looking up. Straight up. I mean, it's it's tinted. Yeah. Um, But it, it's it's gorgeous. You know? I'd be afraid if that thing ever flipped over. They they have the best crash test rating. Oh, no, they, they do. They win time and time again. Well, it's because all the batteries are on the bottom. I mean, it's hard to flip one of those over. I'm just saying if right. it ever did, that whole top's going to glass everywhere. Yeah, maybe. But I'm sure it's laminated somehow, too. Watch the T-Rex come crashing through that. <laughs> <laughs> we need a new Jurassic World that does that. Plus through the, the giant glass roof of a Tesla. 
What was the la- uh, last one? Was Fallen Kingdom? Yeah. So next one's Jurassic World. Watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic World crush Tesla. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So one of the things uh, apparently I'm I'm gonna get to drive it at some point. Well, I, yeah, he, I don't. He he. The, the, the guy, guy told that, you that the first time you met him. Yeah, Matt. Maybe, yeah. Matt has offered to let me drive this thing over and over and over again, and I just feel weird driving somebody else's car, especially right. a Tesla. I don't have the money to replace it if I break it. Uh, not that I think I'm a bad driver, but that just makes me nervous. Never know. Um, and I told Matt, I said, Matt, this this is my name dropping for the episode. I, I name drop sometimes. I'll tell this. I said, Matt, this is the third most generous offer I've been given <laughs> about driving someone else's car. And he was like, the third? Who were the other two? And I was like, oh, um, I thought this was number two. Number two. One. Number two was Bob Seeger. Oh, offered I didn't to let know about me that one. Drive his pre-release Mustang before Ford had officially released the new Mustang when they brought it back. Oh, I didn't know that's who he drove was. down from Detroit to Nashville. So I was working at a recording studio, and uh, he drove down to record, and he got to drive when they let him drive one down. Oh, I didn't and know so, that was his. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't drive it. None of these I've driven. <laughs> and then the other was Keith Urban. Should have at least sat in, like, rolled eight feet and then hit the brakes. <laughs> yeah, no. I had uh, I had the keys to Keith Urban's $350,000 sports car. What kind was it? Do you remember? Um, shit. Starts with a B. I'm horrible. Was it a Bentley, uh, Bentley sports car? Bentley uh, sports car? I, I can't I'm, tell what I don't. Car I'm not a car person. Like, that's the thing. I'm not a car person. I mean, Bentley probably has a sports car, but they all Bentley. look weird. Not Maserati. Bugatti? No, totally, no, it's not a Bugatti. <laughs> now, the base on the car is 350000 or 300000 huh. But anyway, he, he was at the recording studio, and some people were... This was many years ago, like mm-hmm. 2005. Uh, but he was one of the only people in Nashville that had this car. And some some people had... It was on Music Road. Some people had noticed this car was there, and so they were just standing outside waiting for him to get done recording yeah. so they could talk to him. And uh, so I, I let him know, and he was like, oh, just... Tossed me the keys. He's like, yeah, just move it around to the back parking lot if you want. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like 19. No. It was my very first job when I moved to Nashville. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to drive your car. <laughs> I made somebody else do it. <laughs> they probably stole his gum, too. Why would you steal his gum? Oh, yeah, I didn't send you that article. There was a, um, uh, who was he talking about? There was a, there was something on Reddit. A guy was a valet. Oh. And uh, he was driving some sports person that nobody will ever know because it's hockey and this is a nerd podcast right um he was driving he was a valet and the guy stopped threw him the keys he drove in and he noticed that there was some gum in the thing and so every time he saw gum or candy or mints in the console he would take some (laughs) that's weird but he actually posted it and the guy was on reddit oh and responded was like hey man hope you like the gum no (laughs) Awkward. Like, wait, 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 what? That's <laughs> and like it was a verified account shit. and everything else. And he's like, yeah, uh, I'll get a different flavor next time. <laughs> That's weird. Well, I don't like valets. Yeah. And it's, That's I just don't weird. I don't want people car. driving my car. So, yeah. Anyway, riding a Tesla. The weirdest thing, and apparently this is a setting that you can turn off, is if you take your foot off the gas, it immediately slows down. Oh. Huh. Which, I mean, I know most cars immediately. They don't. But it, it right. is immediate slow down i mean it's very much like and then yeah yeah so that was odd this this particular car did not have ludicrous mode we were also in downtown nashville (laughs) during like three o'clock rush hour so couldn't try that out but uh matt did you know like pull out into traffic and it was like holy like 
had but it doesn't have ludicrous mode huh apparently that's an add-on you gotta pay for oh i didn't know you had to pay for it i just thought it was an add-on maybe but he he does have auto park and all the other cool stuff like you know huh where you just literally engage auto park and take your hands off the wheel and it parks your car for you and it's crazy you could have taken ludicrous mode to nissan and floored it in the parking lot yeah but oh well i don't know anyway it was fun i'm not a car guy but i want a tesla yeah i don't care about cars but that car like makes me giddy like yeah. it's awesome oh it's great the first it's one electric. i first one i saw was when the roadster first came out yeah it was like maybe two months someone in town had one it was the first tesla in town and i was walking over by belmont going to pm yeah uh and almost got hit by a car because i was like oh well, no silence cars? yeah and i saw i like get near the road and then this i hear all you hear is the rubber on the pavement yeah it was weird. You hear the rubber on the pavement and the car goes by. I'm like, oh, that was like three inches away from me. Um, okay. <laughs> but it looks so badass. Uh, it, yeah. And it just looks like a lotus, but it looks like a ninja lotus. I don't I don't know why Elon has to be a raging dick because he clearly <laughs> is. Psycho asshole. But, man, he's brilliant. I mean, it, obviously. Because th- usually when they're that brilliant, they have no social skills at all. Yeah. Like I, I love Tesla and I love SpaceX and yeah. I hope they uh, SpaceX is clearly revolutionizing things. I think Tesla is trying. I think it's going to be really hard. Yeah, because the automotive in- industry is. I think they're going to so, run out of money before they get there. Yeah, I mean that's such an entrenched industry, and I think they clearly have such a grasp on lobbying and mm-hmm. in so many ways. So I think SpaceX, there's just not much competition. Right. I mean, there is, but there isn't. Yeah. So, yeah, that was fun. What um, else we got? On uh, one of Elon Musk's... Or Elon Musk's... Musk's <laughs> one of Elon e- Musk's... Elon Musk's... One of Elon Musk's... Uh, his um, missions, or his goal is to get to Mars. Yes. And on Mars, Opportunity died. Oh, yeah. Womp, womp. That was... Uh, when did that launch? Oh, it's been up there forever, It's been right? up there a while. The saddest thing about Opportunity dying... <laughs> We've we've talked before that we have our our outline that no longer has an opportunity. Brett, oh, well, wow! All right, we're done. <laughs> it's been great, guys. Brad getting ready for being a dad by getting his dad jokes lined up. <laughs> Heyo! Hell yeah! You've taught well. <laughs> I have. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment, even if you didn't mean it. I did. Love me some dad jokes. I meant it. Uh, I I did. Brad and I were playing EDF. Or Earth Defense Force EDF, late at night one EDF. night we we were into some bourbon and I was like, "Oh hey Brad, you saw Opportunity died right?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Did you see what its last message back to home base was?" He's like, "No." And I and I told him that a sandstorm was coming, so it was going into low power mode to because you know it, the the sun doesn't get as much sun yeah. and it's solar powered, so it was going into low power mode and it sent a last message and it never came back from the message, but it was uh, it's getting dark and I'm tired. Yeah. I, that was real sad. Uh, NASA finally came out and said, yeah, that's not what it said. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, they came out because it got around social media. And like, yeah. Yeah. To, I mean, it did send a message. It it said no words because it was just a machine response. Yeah, just spitting out sensor data. And it data. was just saying, oh, yeah, hey, it's getting dark. Like, it's its yeah. report is, it's getting dark. Here's what I expect the light to be. I'm not going to be able to charge. Peace out. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
still doesn't defeat the fact that when I told you that story, you were like, man, if I was a little more drunk right now, I think I might tear up. Exactly. That was sad. <laughs> it was heartbreaking. I know. That's why hard. I when when it finally did, I was like, "Oh, good! The robot really didn't have a soul." <laughs> yeah, it, it, man, I wanted to believe that story. I know, I did too. That's what I, when I saw the NASA thing, I was a little disappointed. I was disappointed, but relieved at the same time. Yeah, like but, no robot, no robot anywhere should be saying it's getting dark and I'm tired. Yeah, it just no, no robot should be that sad. Sad robot, sad. Until they start using us as copper tops, and then we burn them all. Yeah, that's weird. What? HoloLens. Eh. Anyone want to talk about HoloLens? No, nah, I hadn't looked at much about it once I found out I can't get one. Fuck you, Microsoft. Just giving it all to DoD. <laughs> uh, you can buy it as a business. Yeah. See. I think it'll be cool. I, I really hope to make a consumer one that's affordable soon. Eventually. AR, I think, would be cooler than VR. We'll get VR's, VR's cool. It's very atmospheric, but I think being able to do stuff that you can do in VR games, but in your own room, I think it should be like a blend. Like, AR is the future. I would prefer to see something that went both ways, like it's VR until you want to see AR, and then you can switch to AR. Kind of like the lenses do full projection instead right. of partial projection. That way, if you want to play a VR game, you're playing a VR game. If you want to play an AR game, suddenly the people you're fighting are popping up behind your couch. Right. <laughs> so Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right, we got anything else to talk about? Um, No, just uh, thanks to Jim for last week again. It was yeah, awesome. That um, was. I really enjoyed that, actually. We're going we're gonna to try to queue up some more guests. Yeah. Again, have, I, think I've, I think I've got one lined up coming up. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. If you have any interest on being on the show uh, and you live in Nashville, for those of you that are listening in Nashville, hit us up. You know the ways. We'll, we'll tag them again. Send us what you want to talk about. Casual mm-hmm. nerd. Uh, we need a demo session uh, or a demo tape. <laughs> we need a resume, uh, 18 Glossy references, photo. and then you just show up anyway because we don't fucking care. There <laughs> We're you just going to let you on. There you go. But yeah, no, I think it works really well when we have guests. I mean, I think you and yeah. I are fine, but um, guests are fun. Yeah. Just nice to know that there are other nerds out there and hear them get excited about other things. Yeah. And we can talk about it. Yep. And sometimes it gets dark and weird when it's just the two of us. Yeah. Especially when we're sober. Yeah, we need to drink more. We should. I need to get a different mic so we can record in the living room. You want to get the fuck out of here so we can go drink? Uh, Yeah, we can. Oh, uh, thanks to Matt for giving you a Tesla story. Oh, yeah, 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 that is true. Big <laughs> shout-out to Matt for letting me ride in his Tesla and, and offering to let me drive it, and one day I might take him up on that. Yeah. But, yeah, um, thanks, Brad. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Uh, hit us up, at BizCasualNerd on Twitter. Uh, Gmail at... Uh... BizCasualNerd at gmail.com and www.businesscasualnerd.com. Uh, we we just posted, uh, Brad last week posted a really cool article talking about our recording process because a lot of people have been asking us that, you know, how do you get, how do you make those sweet, sweet podcasts? So Brad wrote it all out. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a great article. And then I also posted another Ask uh, Nerd Dad. Yeah, we're up to number three, number three I think. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. Yeah, so if you got anything you want to ask a Nerd Dad. Um, Brad's going to be able to answer it. soon. Well, not soon, but yeah, relatively no, I, soon. I'm not gonna know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't need. I don't um, know. What, I still don't know what I'm doing. Or if you want to ask a nerd mom, we That's will. True. Uh, we'll get MC. Yeah, we'll, we'll make get her MC to write you up one. Hold her feet to the fire and make her contribute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We mentioned her enough. Yeah, it's true. She has, she has no real tie to this. We just keep telling her, "Hey, you should do this. You should do this." Yeah, we're we're just forcing her to do it. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound right. That's weird. All oh, right. Okay. On that note, it's been fun, guys. Yep. We'll uh, we'll see you here in about two weeks. So, uh, see ya. Bye. 
nobody wants to hear silent. That's why I'm trying to chew into the mic. That's weird. (laughs) Cut all that out. This is an ASMR video. (laughs) I like my Reese's cup too much. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) No! (laughs) To be fair, (laughs) that's what it makes me feel like. You just... You know what that sounded like? What? <laughs> sounded like a player got pissed at the Wilds coach and punched him in the stomach. That's the sound his skin would make while it flapped all together. <laughs> his skin folds. <laughs> Fuck you, coach. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs>